Barbara, still trying to get a read on this new year on Wall Street, but, you know, there's some indication, especially after last week, which was the best week we've seen since November. And, in fact, Friday was the best single day we've seen, I think, since November 30th. Maybe this market wants to go up. I, one man who knows for sure is Hugh Johnson. He's the uh, chairman, the CEO of uh, Hugh Johnson Economics and Gray Point and and uh, a longtime frequent guest of ours. And it's good to have you back. Great to be with you, David. So do you get that impression? I mean, this it, it, sound, it kind of seems like the market's looking for an excuse to go higher. Yeah, it sure does. And, and what we did is we saw lots of numbers last week. The purchasing manager surveys for both the services and the manufacturing sectors of the economy saying that those two sectors of the economy are contracting right now. And um, the second thing, of course, we had that employment report and the employment report gave us some numbers on, on wages, average hourly earnings. And it suggested that average hourly earnings coming down very slowly, but nevertheless coming down. And so I think you put all that together, David, and what it said to some investors, they got obviously uh, euf- almost euphoric when they saw all these numbers. And what you saw really is them sort of reaching the conclusion that in time, the Federal Reserve is not only going to start to slow the pace, which I think they're already doing, slow the pace of of uh, raising interest rates, but maybe at the end of 2023, you get around to lowering interest rates, and that would be the catalyst for the economy to do better and the stock market, the bear market to end and a bull market to begin. Some went that far. That's pretty far. But nevertheless, I think some made that uh, sort of analysis or reached that conclusion. Usually the market doesn't wait for an event to happen. It tries to anticipate it. Yeah. We, saw, we call it talking about discounting. So is the argument, and we had, and we had a miserable year last year. I mean, the yes. S&P average was down. You know, right at bear, bear territory down 20%. The NASDAQ was just eviscerated. So have we discounted, you know, the worst possible scenario? Is that what we're saying? I, you know, I kind of think so. I think it was a bear market. And really, by bear market standards, post-war standards, you know, the market, when they take from the top in January down to the bottom that we reached in, well, it was a little bit before October, was around 27%. The average of the bear markets is 29%. So we're pretty much average when we take a look at this bear market and compare it to other bear markets. So I think to some extent, as far as the stock market is concerned, I think the worst is behind us. I don't think, quite frankly, as some uh, have reached the conclusion that we're ready to start the new bull market yet, I think we kind of have to have a hard landing before it starts. And we've got to have a real move by the Federal Reserve, at least the anticipation of a move by the Federal Reserve towards less restraint, but I think we're getting there. And I think we've probably seen the worst of the bear market. And at some point, first and second quarter, maybe we have to wait for the third, but first and second quarter, we'll get uh, the start of a new bull market. I think this will be a better year in 2023. We'll get things started in the right direction. I like that. I, you know, we've been told, it seems like every year, they say, oh, well, this is the year for emerging market stocks or Europe looks better than the U.S., or it's going to be value stocks over growth stocks. Well, by golly, last year, value stocks finally turned in a good performance, and it was the growth stocks that were just killed. Um, and there's a lot of betting that that's going to happen again, that value stocks is where to be. What do you think? Is it Can they make it two, day, two years in a row? I, I don't think so, David. If you get a shift, 
from a, a bear market or even the market that we have now, which is kind of a sideways market in anticipation of a, the end of the bear and the start of a bull. When you start to get a bull market, certain things happen. Historically, you start to see small companies outperform large companies. Haven't seen that yet. Second thing you get is, he said, growth stocks will start to outperform value. So quite frankly, what I think is going to happen is we're going to have a shift from value back to growth, and we're going to see that as soon as things turn, which again, hopefully first and second quarters of 2023. And I think you're going to see that shift, and you'll have a shift in sectors too. You'll see technology come back, and even consumer discretionary will start to come back. So, so we've been I think talking- it's going to be... It's going to be different, Dan. We've been talking stocks. Put your economist hat back on for a minute. So we're talking about the possibility of a, a soft landing, a slowdown in the economy without taking it into a deep dive, a, a deep recession. That doesn't happen very often. No. Is that possible? It's possible. Uh, and, you know, the numbers are telling us, yeah, if we do have a hard landing or a recession, it's not going to be severe. It's going to be very close to a soft landing. And about the best you can do, David, is cross your fingers and hope that if this hard landing is really a soft hard landing, if you get that outcome, uh, that's the best outcome. Because under those conditions, you'll get a little bit of a shakeup in the economy. It won't do well. But at the same time, it won't do so poorly that we really have to worry about running for the exits. Now, we'll get the start of a bull market under those conditions, and that's really kind of the best you can hope for. So as investors, is that is that the only thing we watch? We watch the Fed. I mean, we've got earnings, uh, Ukraine situation, China, I mean, which seems to be in flux. Um, these are concerns, other concerns. Oh, you bet. And there is so much going to be going on. In 2023, beyond the U.S. economy, beyond the U.S. Federal Reserve and what they're doing. And you mentioned China. Uh, China looks like it's going to be, um, let's call it the great recovery. And they're doing a lot of things to get their economy back on track, not just COVID, but also in trying to do something about the speculation in their property sector. And it looks to me as though we're going to go from a 3% maybe a little less growth rate for China 2022 to something closer to 4 or 5%. And that's going to be very important for the global economy. So that's going to be a big factor that needs to be watched and watched carefully. Obviously, Ukraine has to be watched. Obviously, what's going on in the economy in Europe, the economy in the UK has to be watched. These are important export partners destinations for the U.S., and so the outcome for the U.S. is going to be very much affected by what goes on there. Got to watch this stuff very closely. This is going to be a very interesting year with lots of challenges and lots of stuff going on. Well, and, and here, too, I mean, we we watch this, you know, fight carry on about trying to select a speaker of the House. And there's been some underlying concerns that that's going to be tough to get to get a budget, to get some sort of a continuing resolution at least you know, to keep the government back open. Are, are we, do we have a, a, a domestic battle that we've got to watch too? Oh, we sure do. I mean, the debt ceiling is a big issue. And the way it's shaping up now, there are lots of threats. It's going to be hard to get the eight appropriation bills approved. Believe me, it's, going to, it's just too close a call on every one of them. So it's going to be very tough. And therefore, are we going to get 
an increase in the debt ceiling, or are we going to play that, uh, you know, that, that that game of going right down to the last minute and even beyond the last minute with a possibility of a default, which, of course, would be bad news for credit conditions throughout the world or the globe, but also, obviously, for the U.S. It's going to be a dicey year. There's going to be a lot of risks. There are a lot of risks. So watch China, watch the debt ceiling, watch Europe, watch the U.K., a lot of things to watch, David. Well, well, but you know what they say, bull markets climb a wall of worry. You have just erected about a 110-story wall, I think. <laughs> I've got a lot of stories, a lot of things I worry about. My my mother used to tell me I worry too much. I worry <laughs> about too many things. You know, um, I worry about all the things that you don't have to worry about, she tells me. But um, nevertheless, there's plenty to worry about, plenty to think about. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. But like I say, at least for right now, it looks like we're – we're recovering from what was just a miserable and forgettable yeah. 2022. Well, we wish you the best. Happy New Year. Thank you, David. And same to you and everybody else. And cross your fingers and hope that we get through all these worries, which we don't have to worry about, as my mother would say. We always we always seem to, and it always seems to be a struggle. Hugh Johnson <laughs> is the chairman of Hugh Johnson uh, Economics. And great point, and um, and always enjoy our conversations. For more of our conversation, go to KRLD.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.